0: You want Welcome to another episode of Not Rocket Science, the show that talks about the intersectional relationship between business, technology, and culture. I am Sean, your host. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are staying safe. I am uh, coming at you from a different spot than normal, so if you're hearing echoes, things sound a little weird, I apologize, but it's probably going to be that way for a little while now because I don't even know... uh, when I can record the next episode. I'm gonna be away. I'm not gonna have my mic, so it might be a very janky uh lo-fi version of the show. Yep. That is where we are with this thing. So uh I apologize, but it is what it is. Might have to even delay a week. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna try and make it work. But uh yeah, as of now things are very touch and go. Um not sure when I'm gonna be back home home with my normal setup, uh, because of all this craziness going on, as I've talked about the past three episodes of the show, but when talking with the few people I've interacted with, basically in the past month, the only people I've really interacted with is my girlfriend, my girlfriend's family, when they picked her up to uh, go home to Long Island, and then my family... And my neighbors, I guess, so altogether that's what eight twelve people I've been in interaction with twelve people in total, um but only seven max at a time um and that's it i've i've everyone else I've talked to has just been through text or phone, no face to face, but point of all this is uh when speaking with everybody, everyone's just talking about the same thing. How long is this thing going to last? How long is this thing going to last? So today, this might be a shorter episode, but I'm just going to talk about my little speculation and thoughts around how long I think this coronavirus pandemic is going to last. Um, and some people are super informed when it comes to like kind of the science behind it, other people not so much. I am not the most informed in the world, not even remotely close, I'm not a scientist, I know nothing about, uh, you know, viral virology, um, other than what, you know, everyone's hearing on the news these days, so this is just me kind of spitballing here, I'm no expert, Um, definitely not a doctor, but what, you know, most people don't, when I've talked with them, it's just they want a date, they just want an end date with this thing. Because it's obviously an inconvenience. But there is no real end date until there is a vaccine, obviously. And that vaccine, you keep hearing, you know, 12 to 18 months. Uh, What people don't bring up as often is the typical vaccine timeline is a decade plus it's like 10 to 15 years if you have all the bureaucratic red tape as usual and you take your time with it and you have one dedicated team working on it not the entire world yeah that's usually the timeline it's like 10 to 15 years before the thing is ready to be shot into people's arms um this will obviously be much faster than that but i don't know how much faster than that it could be because there's the development of it there's the clinical testing that needs to be done that has to take up a long time like many many months to show that a it works b you know there's no side effects c it works for like a long time um so that process in itself inherently just takes up a lot of time then you have to get it approved which you know there'll be a That'll be expediated way faster than normal, but that's still a process in itself. And then there's the manufacturing. And that takes a lot of time, particularly at the scale that this thing needs to be to treat the entire world. Now, you can do some of this stuff concurrently, but I don't think you can do all of it concurrently. How do you, how do you produce something you don't even have as validated as legit? Um, so that side of the coin... As far as the manufacturing before the vaccine is 100% complete. I have no idea how any of that works. They're probably going to try to hack it some way. I don't know what that way is. Um, somebody much smarter than me is going to be the person that cracks that code. But the point of all that is. The real like back to normal, back to normal won't be until that happens. And we all have shots in our arms. Um, so that being said up until that point there's generally what the media's passed around and what most experts say is like there's generally three scenarios that can play out and that affects the time length but the key is to not care as much about the time length because the most realistic and to be honest the not the best scenario but the most realistic that isn't the worst case scenario is probably the one that I'm going to guess is going to play out. And um, it's a better outcome than the one where this will all be over quick. So the first scenario where all this will be over quick. I remember seeing a timeline a couple of weeks back. That had these different scenarios. And how long it's going to take. And the scenario of nobody did any social distancing. No one did anything to treat this thing. That would be the fastest timeline. But that would also cause By far the most death and destruction and despair in a relatively very short window. Um, I think the graph I saw, I think it was the New York Times. um, I think it was basically like this thing will kind of be over by July or in July. But, you know, it's like 2 million plus people dead. So, not really the best solution. Definitely not. Um... Then the middle one was somehow this gets squashed somehow, similar to SARS back in the day. But the problem with that is it's likely not going to happen because the cat is too far out of the bag. Most people believe the window for completely ending this thing by fall or whatever is probably not going to happen. But hypothetically, that scenario does exist where... Somehow everyone figures it out, puts a lid on it, um, and there's no more coronavirus, uh, or at least COVID-19. I don't see that as happening at all, but but it's a scenario, it's possible, never say never. It would be obviously the ideal solution, but it doesn't really seem scientifically possible at this point. The third scenario is basically until a vaccine is created, we kind of go through these ebbs and flows these kind of waves of social distancing when the virus ramps up and then kind of laxing it a bit when the virus is down maybe in the summer if seasonality plays a part which most people seem to think it does at least a little bit um and then you just for the next uh you know 18 months or whatever we're in this scenario where life's a little different and we're gonna have to be um more conscious about when we have to be inside versus outside and it sucks, but you know, people's had their entire cities blown up in wars, so is it really that bad? Um that seems to be the three scenarios. I think that this coronavirus epidemic or pandemic, I should say, isn't going to end until a vaccines created and mass distributed. Period. I think that is going to be 18-ish months. Uh, maybe 16 at best, something like that. So, yeah, the next year and a half is going to suck um, pretty hard, but there's going to be points where it'll feel a little bit more like normal. You know, you can go outside again. You can hang out with friends again. You can go to a bar again. Um, I'm not saying we're not doing that for 18 months or whatever. I'm just going to say there's going to be points where you can and can't. What's interesting, though, is certain businesses like concerts, live events, sports, that's the tricky one because that business is based on crowds and mass amounts of people, and even if the spreading of this virus is down, let's say, in August or September or whenever, October, I don't think people are going to feel comfortable with the idea of going to, you know, a massive concert, uh, you know, a festival, a football game, something like that. So I think sports are really screwed in this because there's still this question of, you know, when is it okay to be in a crowd? And I don't know if that's going to be okay until there's a real vaccine. Um, I just don't see it. I've been watching or paying attention to a lot of experts, insiders, in various sports, uh, like Kirk Herbstreet, who's a college football guy. He's you know probably like as far as analysts go, the face of college football. And he was saying the other day that he was talking to people and he'd be shocked if there was a college football season this fall. Uh, college football season tends to usually begin right at the end of summer like late August into early September so that's the timeline for that and he thinks it ain't gonna happen he thinks there's very little to no shot of that happening um so I mean I think the NFL would be in the same boat NBA is a little later starting in November but they've been the most conservative with all this as far as uh locking things down early because you know they've had a little bit of a spread and mini pandemic just within the NBA a lot of NBA players are getting it so i don't see them doing it so i really think the next 18 months or whatever it's going to be is going to be a strange time to be alive um Just the routine that we're used to just ain't going to be there. Colleges, that's an interesting one. I don't know what's going to happen with colleges. That one's hard to say. Uh, Might be some hybrid where they let certain people in or they strongly suggest people do courses just online, remotely. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, College is a big, messy one. But I have to think that live sports aren't coming back anytime soon. Except the UFC. The UFC is a weirdo in this uh, mix because Dana White is hes very much kind of like Donald Trump. He's like another version of Donald Trump. They have the same mentality towards basically everything. They're friends and uh, Dana White is dead set on throwing UFC events. He's trying to set up an event next April. So there's a pay-per-view. It's one of the biggest fights in UFC history from a competitive standpoint and it is slated to happen April 18th not too far from now um it was originally supposed to be in Brooklyn that obviously isn't happening so they've been scrambling to find a venue for this thing and Dana White seems confident it's going to happen as of today which is a week ahead of time before this thing's going to actually get released it is happening. I don't know if it's 100% going to happen, but there might be a UFC event April 18th, which is crazy, but it'll be something where it's pretty locked down. Supposedly, they can social distance, have under 100 people total at the event, everyone six feet away from each other. I don't know, they're saying all this stuff, um, but a lot of it's kind of vague, a little cryptic in terms of the logistics and... uh, the reason why Dana White's so dead set on this event happening is because this fight between these two competitors, Khabib Namagomedov and Tony Ferguson, um, Khabib Medoff. I, I said it wrong the first time, and Tony Ferguson, uh, this fight's been rescheduled four times already uh, and it's been like the fight that fans have been clamoring for, like hardcore fans have been clamoring for for a long time. So Dana White's pretty dead set on having it get done the rumors are it's going to be somewhere outside of the US in like Abu Dhabi or something like that um they could do it in like a tv studio joe rogan was talking about that you know just doing it in a production studio but they seem fairly confident it's going to get done uh i would say it's about 50/50 <laughs> who knows at this point um i have no idea so I'm interested to see how that will play out, but knowing the UFC, the fact that all of these other sports leagues aren't competing, they look at it solely as an opportunity at this point. In the media, they're going to talk about how they want fighters to fight, you know, as a means to support themselves and as a way to distract from all the craziness and a way for fans to get distracted from all the craziness. And it, you know, all those things are true, and I think um, sentimentally, it's a pretty good thing to say, but you know the point to all this is logistically if you're going to set up an event you're going to have people close in close quarters no matter what at some point and that is potentially dangerous so it is what it is but that's the only sport i can think of in the next at least i don't know 7 to 8 months that i would bet money is definitely going to be happening i think every other major league's going to shut down i think this thing will not get any better until there is some sort of actual vaccination um the other wild card to this pandemic is if there is a treatment protocol that works with minimal side effects i know there's the whole Calora queen uh Back and forth between Trump and the media right now when France has signed off on it but it killed somebody in Florida but I think they self-prescribed and just took it or that person survived but someone else died I forget at this point but the uh, point of it is is that it seems to work to some effect but also seems very dangerous and isn't as scientifically proven to be a safe uh, treatment for COVID-19 than what the White House is playing it up to be based on independent studies um in various places in Europe. That's what I understand. But if they can find something that does work, you know, the FDA approves it. That could make things a little bit more normal, um, as long as the side effects aren't crazy. But even that is, you know, you're putting a band aid on a on a on a you know slashed gunshot wound or or knife wound or something like that it's not going to heal anything long term so to me i just don't see a way around this not ending until a vaccination and we all know at the very 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 best with all the red tape cut and all the shortcuts taken is like a year from now um some of the Articles I've looked at have talked about in Washington state and places like that. They've been bypassing animal trials and going straight to humans to expedite this thing. That seems a little dangerous. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I think it wasn't as crazy as just totally bypassing animals. I think they like ran some similar tests with animals and they're just taking that information and feel safe. That'll it translate to this new uh, vaccination that they're working on. But I don't know. Again, I can only be analytical with this stuff to a certain extent and then my lack of understanding of viruses and medical protocols and things like that just limits me. I'm no expert. But I just if you want my prediction on how long this thing is going to last, it's going to be a year and a half at best. Year and a half at best. Um probably longer. My one hope is that when people are talking about the vaccination windows, I mean, most vaccinations take, you know, it's usually not the whole world and all of the collective brain power of the entire global medical community working on one thing like it is now. So, my hope and like the optimistic side in me is hoping that that somehow figures things out quicker although i know how long these vaccination trials need to last for i don't know maybe they just find the the a combination that works quicker so they can start testing quicker i don't i don't know what the answer is but that to me is like the one wrinkle that's different than most vaccination processes that people are referring to when they talk about the time windows um this thing is just kind of on steroids as far as the intention given to it and the uh, Hopefully that means something happens more effectively and quicker. But I don't know. Anyway, that is all I got for this episode. This one was going to be quick. If you guys have any thoughts on this or anything else, let us know at NRS underscore show on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can also, of course, email us any thoughts, concerns, yell at me for being totally stupid about this topic, which I might be because I'm not... The most knowledgeable person of viruses. You can hit us up at not rocket science show one at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, hope you guys are staying safe, staying isolated as much as possible. Um, washing your hands, not touching your face, all that stuff. I still slip and do that sometimes. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, you know, I'm trying my best. I'm sanitizing when I can't wash. I'm washing when I can um and i suggest you guys do the same it's just we gotta get cleaner this might be a punishment for us just being dirty filthy animals for so long i don't know um but yeah i'm definitely washing my hands like a hundred percent more than normal and i used to be pretty good with washing my hands i'd come to work and wash my hands before i sat at my desk every day but now that is even more so i'm doing i'm like now it's my go-to activity when i'm bored so hope you guys are the same all right that's all i got stay safe Hope you guys have a good one, and until next time, peace.